You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Sure. Yes. All right. Good evening, folks, and welcome to Geekiest Show Ever, episode two, five, zero. This is the episode where we get to see Mike twerk. No. Right? <laughs> Good God. Um, Chickawawa. Chickawawa. There you go. Come on, Mike. Let's twerk. You You twerk, I'll twerk. I twerk. I'm going to to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, folks, we're sorry for the delay in getting this episode out, but last week I couldn't talk, which is a blessing to most people, but a curse to a podcaster. So we had a a week-long delay in, in putting this together. And then, unfortunately, Melissa's might join us. We don't know yet. She may jump in towards the middle, maybe the middle end of the show. We'll have to wait and see. But we're going to soldier on and get through because Elisa's tired. I'm tired. I need to take my drugs before I go to bed tonight. I need to. You got to. drugs? I have Are you great... sharing? Oh, no. Sorry. Darn it. I will say this, though. The stuff they gave me for cough medicine, the doctor said, when you take it, be close to bed. They weren't kidding. When you take it, you don't want to be too far away from bed because you go down like a rock. Oh, throw well, some get, over I, my way so I can get some sleep. Has hydrocodone or codeine or something like that in it. I can't remember what it's I, called. But it's uh, it's some strong shit. It did get rid of my cough and has let me sleep because I didn't sleep for several days. So I'll send some to Melissa or to Elisa, I mean, so that she can uh, get get a little rest too, so... But anyway, folks, here we are. Episode 250 of the geekiest show ever. Who'd have thunked we'd have made it this far? Not me, but we did. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, who would have thought they'd let us stay on the air this long? That's true. And this is technically not my 250th episode. I think I've mentioned that before. Mark and I, who was going to be on the show tonight but had a last-minute obligation and didn't make it, um... Mark and I started at episode 53, I believe it was, or 54. I can't remember. I'd have to go back and look. So a couple more episodes will actually be my 250th as a co-host on the show. And then, Mike, you've probably got, what, about 100 100 or so under your belt? Roughly 100. I was trying to go back and see, and I can't remember. I know I guessed it on here a couple times, and I don't remember exactly when I became official. It looks like somewhere around maybe 150 or something like that. Uh, I can't tell for sure. Roughly 100. So, Um, And then uh, Elisa's got, uh, what do you have now, about 10? 20 or 30, maybe 40. Wasn't it September, October? You're about six months in. Uh, yeah, it was it was September when we put you, made you and Melissa. Uh, yeah, so probably probably about twenty. Twenty, sure. Because yeah. we took a couple of weeks off, and I had a couple of weeks that I couldn't record. Yeah, so mm. so, so between Just us, we, between all of us, we've got a few hundred episodes under our belt. So, and this isn't the first show that I've done. I used to host Mark's other show occasionally for him when he was busy. Um, the uh, uh, not, not another, another Mac podcast. Mac podcast. And then mm-hmm. I used to do a show that came out of uh, Britain um, called the Tech Lounge. That was a video podcast. So I've well, done a lot. So I've been around for a while. But as a regular co-host, we picked up at, I believe it was episode 53 with Mark and I. And then 
different people have guessed it since then and all that. So, but we are at two fifty, so which is a good mark for any show, whether we've been the host or not. That shows mm-hmm. quite a bit of determination. And we want to thank Tim for letting us meander through the show for the last <laughs> few years and, Thanks, and Tim. Yeah. keep yep, it going. You. So, uh, and we'll spare you the twerking, Tim. Mark and I will, or Mike and I won't twerk for you. Mark might twerk for you. I don't know, but we'll see. You'll just you'll keep it you'll keep it private. We'll keep the twerks to ourselves. <laughs> this is just starting to twerk me off now. But. So we we'll, even though Mark's not here, we can still start with uh, his favorite part of the show, which is the weather forecast. And for me, right now, if this forecast holds true, it will be unfreaking believable, folks. That's true. That is true. It will be. It's true. It is. Mm -hmm. It is coming up. We currently here in my little corner of the United States. We are under a winter storm warning for winter storm Stella. Stella. That's gonna get old really quick. I know, but I'm not gonna (laughs) stop it. It can't be worse than the love goo. Let your love goo. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, like we're. You no, know it has to be brought up at least once. That's right. It's, it's become so. a bylaw, though. <laughs> but tomorrow it's supposed to be high of forty-three, <laughs> low of twenty-nine, and then the snow kicks in tomorrow night around nine p.m. and it snows until sometime Tuesday. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But then it's going to stay nice and cool, highs in the twenties and the low thirties until uh, the end of this coming week. So. I'm frankly going to be in heaven. I may be outside twerking all up and down my driveway. Who knows? Well, you can put that twerking to work here. Uh, I can do what, Mike? You can put your twerking to work out here and twerk our driveway off. I'll come twerk if you'll twerk with me. No. This is getting like, here's the line. (laughs) You're about three feet past it? Yeah. I'm going to channel Melissa for our weather forecast and just say, it's fucking cold. <laughs> it's cold, man. It's It's been like the wind chill has been nasty. I had to go outside for just a few minutes today. I'm like, holy crap. But right now it's 17 and we have the same forecast as you, Kevin, for the most part. I mean, you might be a couple of degrees warmer, but it's basically the same. We're supposed to get our snow. It's supposed to start sometime Tuesday, but get heavy Tuesday afternoon into Wednesday. Yeah. And depending on who you listen to, anywhere from 8 to 12 to 14 inches of snow we're supposed to get here. Um, low 20s, mid 20s, and then by Friday, high 30s and 240. Well, so the thing that doesn't, as much as I hate the snow, it doesn't bother me as much in March because it goes away really fast. Well, they're also supposed to get more snow a little closer to the coast. So over over closer to D.C. and close to where some of your family lives, uh, they may actually get more snow than I do just because yeah, of the New way York the storm is supposed to get bombarded. Yeah. I say we all meet in New York and rent one hotel room. I love yeah. New York City, but not in the snow. No. <laughs> well, and then you guys are getting what we had here because if people hear a, a cough from my end over here, I've got snow shovelers cough because I was just out moving about a good foot of Kevin's uh, love goo off our driveway there. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. And so we got a, a good 12 inches. And uh, the rest of this week, tomorrow's supposed to be 15, but gradually starting to warm up. And 
if this forecast can be believed by this time next Sunday, hopefully it'll be 56 degrees and all that stuff will be in the gutter where it belongs. Um, but, you know, this week <clears throat> I, I've been kind of hoping that we would have a day when the wind speed didn't uh, match the temperature because uh, Monday we had 60 degree temperature and about 60 mile an hour winds. Um, and then yesterday we had uh, zero degree temperature and zero wind. So I just kind of want something where the temperature is not too bad and the wind is calm. Uh, yeah, I noticed a couple days. It's been really windy. I noticed a couple days um, that he uh, – that I was because I have all your all's locations on my weather app, so I can see what the weather is for you. And I noticed for Mike one day it said one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that wasn't my IQ, people. Um, <clears throat> no, yeah, and I wish that was the amount of snow that we had. One inch I could deal with. Twelve is a little much. Um, and I mean, it was so windy on Monday. We had a. Um, it's a small dumpster on wheels uh, behind the school. Big, but, I mean, it's a metal dumpster. It was blowing it around the parking lot. I mean, that's how hard the, wow. the wind was blowing. I had to put some stuff in it so it wouldn't go crashing into my car. Yeah, we had a lot of wind, too. Um, yeah. It was super windy. Cool, waiting for the roof to come off. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I shared that picture with you all a couple of weeks ago where it blew our basketball uh, hoop over. I had a couple, few hundred. Oh, I thought I did. I had a few hundred oh, pounds of. I had a few hundred pounds of weight on the basketball thing, uh, the 60-pound tubes of sand, you know, you get for concrete mm. or whatever. Yeah. I had, like, five of those, and the wind blew so hard, it blew them backwards and then bent the base of the basketball thing over, and it was full of sand, too. So. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's very breezy. So, but anyway... Well, since uh, Melissa can't join us, we'll just say her weather's yeah. So, and plus it's she's lovely. Plus she's changed time zones on us again. She went from Mountain Time to West Coast Time, and that's the other thing. This stupid time zone, this stupid savings time or standard time. Pick one, people. We don't need to keep changing back and forth. This yeah. shit's getting ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, the purpose of it, it's over now. Yeah. And it didn't did they do no... it uh, for, for farmers so they could stay out a little bit later to pick the crops? I'm pretty sure they stayed out anyway, no matter what time of day it was. Yeah. Am I not uh, right, yeah. Mike? Oh, yeah. And if you had a full moon, you could go later. Uh, or if you could see what you're doing, you could keep going. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, yeah, you didn't. Uh, even farmers, you know, hated daylight savings time. And there was the joke, uh, you know, it makes about as much sense as cutting one end off your blanket and sewing on the other just to make it longer. Um, it doesn't, you know, accomplish much of anything. And, um, and we were kind of discussing that uh, this morning because we did an episode of Sci-Fi Tech Talk this morning. We were talking about things and we got around the time uh, zones and that kind of stuff. So now it's sort of pointless because um, – we have kind of more or less a 24-hour society. Not everybody lives in a 24-hour society. I mean, there are still people, you know, we get up at a regular, get up in the morning, go to bed at night. But you have people that do night shifts and swing shifts and all this kind of stuff. And so the real benefit of any uh, uh, daylight savings time is uh, lost you know, right now because, like I said, we have electric lights. They're cheap. We have them on all the time. So – 
you know, there's really no benefit to it. It's just something to annoy the crap out of people and give somebody water cooler talk about, uh, you know, Monday morning to say why somebody or Sunday morning at church. Um, if somebody comes in a little late because then they'll sit there and go, uh-huh, they forgot to set their clocks back. Um, <laughs> so it's a good way to gossip about people, but that's about all it accomplishes anymore. Well, you know, it's funny. I used to, when I was a kid, I remember my grandfather, uh, he just thought it was a load of crap and he wouldn't change his clocks. He set them one way and he would only let my grandmother change one clock in the entire house. And I used to think, gosh, you know, come on, granddaddy, what's wrong with you? And then now I'm going like, I freaking understand. He was a farmer. He was... Oh. He was a farmer. He, you know, he lived on a le- far less than modern farm, but he was like, I get up with the sun, I go to bed with the sun. There's, you know, the, the you say the clocks run long. Well, it doesn't make any difference. The, the only problem was that he'd get mad when he couldn't watch his television shows because the things didn't line up. And it's like, Granddaddy, everybody else switched. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah. You could be in the island out there in the, you know, in the sea of uh, stubbornness, but you're still going to be very much alone. Well, God bless him. He was the one, and I don't know if I've ever told this on the show before. Not, he got to a point where he really shouldn't drive. I mean, he really shouldn't drive, and he they took his driver's license away from him. Well, Granddaddy Alder politely said, "F, F you." Uh, I was driving before there were licenses required, and I'll continue to drive. So my one uncle went out to the house and took a part off the car, so Granddaddy couldn't drive it anymore. Granddaddy went out. Figured out what part it was, sent to town, had the part brought back, put the part on the car, and drove again. So my uncle then, who was a mechanic, one of them, had to go out and take multiple parts off the car so that Granddaddy <laughs> couldn't figure out what was wrong. So, yeah, it was, Granddaddy Alder was, God rest him, he was a stubborn soul. He was the one, uh, you know, he chewed plug tobacco, and I don't know if our listeners know what plug tobacco is. Oh, Mike God, probably yeah. does. Yeah, I've done that a time or two. Yeah, instead of the stuff in a pouch, folks, which you might be used to seeing, it was literally a big chunk of tobacco compressed together, and he'd cut off a hunk of it, shove it in his mouth, and chew. And he always sat on the front porch of their old house, and you had to be careful, because if you stood where he spit, it didn't make any difference. Granddaddy was going to spit in this one place off to the side of the porch. You just learned you don't stand there or play in that part of the yard because Granddaddy just turned his head, and that was it. If you were in the way, <laughs> that's so disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it is. But I have to ask, you know, was there ever politicians standing wherever he decided to spit? Uh, I don't think politicians got too close to Granddaddy because he was kind <laughs> of a scary guy. Ah, uh, I think I like him. So he was. His big thing when he was, the way he made money was he used to go around the county that we grew up in and thrash wheat. He had a thrashing machine, mm. and then he'd go around, and for the farmers that didn't have them, then he'd go thrash their wheat, charge them, and, you know, keep moving around the county, which was really odd because he, my grandfather bumped into my wife's grandfather, and they knew each other back in the, would have been, what, the late 30s, early 40s, I guess? So, you know, long before my <laughs> wife and I knew each other, of course. So it was. It was. Just, it's just funny when you grow up in a small farming community. That's the way things tend to happen. So, but yeah, Granddaddy Alder was. He was an interesting character. When his uh, one building burnt down out there at the farm, the farm, the fire department came out and they were putting it out. And they were roll taking all the stuff out of the building and all they rolling these old barrels of stuff out. And they got done. And they went back to town and then they found out what Granddaddy was keeping in the barrels. 
It was oh. wine. <laughs> he oh, used, wine. He used to make wine all the time. <laughs> I thought this was going to be the fine, uh, <clears throat> uh, fine um, Appalachian tradition of uh, moonshine. Oh no, Granddaddy Alder was above that. He just made wine. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we couldn't sink down to that level. Oh, he's one of them that are cultured Appalachians. Yeah, he's a Appalachians. he's a cultured Appalachian. Uh, Appalachian, I guess is how Appal- you technically say it. Okay. All right, folks, we're not going to go down that. That's we're just we're going way down the wrong road here. We do have a couple topics for this week. Um, the first thing I wanted to start out with was something that's going to make Lisa very proud of me. Okay. You, you ready music. for are you no I don't, I'm not talking about that oh uh, by the way we on the music note you need to go listen to Allison's show this week Allison Sheridan our friend she talks about the condition that she has about apathy towards music she was actually written up in the I can't remember the, which publication Atlantic. it was the Atlantic yep yeah for, I, I saw her tweet yeah uh, for her the way she feels about music and I think I just have a milder case of it in some instances so but anyway go listen to that go, she was also on the Daily Tech News show with Tom Merritt Friday so, and I don't remember what the episode number was so if any of our listeners want to go over and have a look and have yep. a listen please do uh, but anyway I'm watching a new show that's going to make Lisa very proud of me Okay. the main character's first name is Walter is this blue you? <gasps> Let's see. Could it end with blue? No. <laughs> Red? No. Uh, white. Yes. <laughs> and for those not knowing what she means, I started watching Breaking Bad. I'm still, I haven't quite finished the first seven episodes. I've seen six, I think. So I'm really enjoying that show. It's on Netflix. Right, right. So I'm really enjoying that show. So and yeah, just watching. Yeah, my son his- just finished it. Yeah, my son just finished it last week. My middle, you know, Shane. Yes. He just finished it last week, and he's like, "Okay, now I have to watch Better Call Saul so I can get caught up for when it starts. I think in April." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, I've never seen it. I actually have a Better Call Saul vinyl figure. I can't quite reach him right now, sitting yep. on top of my monitor. So he came in one of those geek boxes that I used to get. So. But yeah, I'm really enjoying Breaking Bad. It's it's interesting, and uh, I like the dynamic between him and what's the what's the guys the character the kid he teams up with Jesse. Jesse. Yeah. No, I, why would I go get that when I could just do it in my bathtub? I have a perfectly good bathtub, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it just comes through and splats on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like because dumbass that will chew through anything but that type of plastic so by all means let's ingest this into our body but you know whatever yeah. <laughs> so. but anyway, yeah, I watched a, the whole series twice oh i'm still going through the first time we'll, we'll see how it goes but i'm enjoying it so far i also started to watch another favorite show that's come back on i know it's with a couple of our listeners uh and i've only watched like half of the first episode because i ran out of time humans have you all watched that yet no, no, I never. No, not interested. Oh, Mike, you—that would be right up your alley. Uh, is that something about a warlock and um, not a warlock, no. a werewolf? And uh, is this a different show? No, no, this is. Um, these are about cybernetic uh, people that uh, are robots that serve in the future as house ma- oh. maids and butlers. It's a UK oh. show. 
okay. Um, oh yeah, I was almost. I was thinking there for a minute. Uh, was it almost human that had? Um, that was a, a show that was good, but it got canceled. Um, I'm blanking on his name, but he played uh, McCoy in the new Star Trek episode, and he also played Judge Dredd in the movie Dredd. Um, he starred in that um, as a human cop with an android partner. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. No, this yeah. is this is different. This is a UK. Okay. Excuse me, folks. Oh. Um, this is um, I watched the first season been a few months ago. Now it's back on it's either A and E or AMC here in the United States. So I've been saving them up and watching them. Uh, NSFW because it's definitely not safe for kids to watch. Uh, but it's it's a good show. And the funny thing is, one of the ladies that stars in it is from one of my favorite British sitcoms, The IT Crowd. She's oh. This is the one that plays Jen in the IT crowd. She's one of the lead act- actresses or characters in this show. So it's a good show. I mean, it's about how these robots are becoming self-aware, I guess, is the best way to say it. I don't know how better to describe yeah. it than that. Uh, Catherine Parkinson. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I, I opened up the IMDb page. I, uh, so I knew one of you would. Not that smart. I knew one of you would. So. No, what I just did, Kevin, is I put in the show notes, there is a Breaking Bad podcast that I was listening to. I forget how many seasons in, and I'm not sure if you can go back to season one or not. But um, what it is, is it's with Kelly Dixon, Vince Gilligan, and they have guests. Oh. And they talk about each episode. Oh. So what they would do is when the show aired on Sunday night, they would release the episode Monday morning. So kind of like what uh, Ken Ray's doing with the Star Trek stuff then. They go through every episode of it. and mm-hmm. Probably, it. yeah. Because I'm doing that with uh, um, the West Wing. Is There's a West Wing podcast, and they talk about this, but I'm doing it the opposite. I listen to the episode first, and then I watch the – then I watch – I mean, listen to the podcast episode, and then I watch the show. Because this is my third time through with West Wing. Yeah, it's one so I've never I seen. look for the things. Oh, love, love, love the West Wing. Um, that's another one you should watch. You can get that on Netflix. So once a week, I listen to the the podcast, and they'll you know they talk about. It's hosted by Josh Molina, who started on the West Wing in episode uh, not episode um, season four, four through seven, and he's currently the Attorney General on Scandal. For people who aren't sure who he is, and he has another co-host whose name I can't pronounce. And they just they watch the episode and they talk about it, mm. and I watch it later on. There's um in that vein too, Mike. There's another show I caught on the ABC app on my Apple TV called Time to Time. I think time after time. No, it's called Time to. It's it's the theory that H.G. Wells invented the time machine and he actually traveled forward, and he's chasing his friend. Who plays? Who is Jack the Ripper through time? And now they're in. Right now they're in modern New York, modern day New York. Right. Time, time after time. Oh, time after time. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's only two episodes I've seen, but it's a good show, and it's good. You know, it's good, good sci-fi, murder mystery. You know, thriller. You'd like that. Yeah. It might be something for you. Oh yeah, and then I was trying to think that uh, it's similar uh, to. A movie, what was that one? Did that star, is that Christopher Reeves? No, who oh, started in that one? Somewhere in Time. That was Jane Some- Seymour and Christopher Reeves. Mm. In the 70s. Yep, because I saw it. 
Okay, well, there was, maybe that's not the one I'm. Well, <clears throat> there's one similar though, where he's chasing Jack the Ripper through time. Um, H.G. Wells is doing it. Movie. Yeah, H.G. Wells was chasing Jack the Ripper through uh, through time. It was a movie. Uh, crap. It, um, I don't. Yeah, I've never seen the movie, but I just happened to catch this. The ABC yeah. app will throw up, you know, recommended for you or something like that, and that's what made me start watching this. I don't. I think there's. We've only released two episodes so far, too. But um, it's a good show. Yeah, I was trying to do uh, a Google search here. H.G. Uh, Wells chases Jack the Ripper. Well, there's time after time. Well, no, yeah, okay. There was a movie. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 1979, Time After Time. Uh, that starred, um, oh, Malcolm McDowell. That's who I'm thinking of. And David Warner and Mary Steenburgen. Okay. Yeah, so it's uh, it's probably based on that movie. It's just probably an um, adaptation of it or a modernization of it. Yeah. Uh, they seem to do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, what's old is new again. It's, you know... <clears throat> You know, something that they uh, do from time to time. And sometimes it's good, and sometimes you just kind of wish they'd leave the original alone. But Well, that's just like somebody said something to me one time about, wow, that's a cool 80s T-shirt. Where did you get that? I said, the 1980s. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it still fits. I still wear it. So, you know. No, it's retro. Um, I, I have a hard time picturing the 80s as retro. Well, when I listen to the oldies radio station and they're playing late 80s, early 90s, I'm like, oh, my God, that's oldies. Uh, yeah, I know. You know, and consider then, you know, stuff that I listened to growing up, they're not calling classic, like, you know, the 60s and 70s right. Uh, right. music. Um, I realize we're getting older, but do you all have to rub our nose in it? Um, mm -hmm. can, well, you know what? We just pretend. You know what? The, you don't want them to do. Let the love go. <laughs> uh, I, I, um, well, and you guys were talking about podcasts you listen to for shows. Before it went off the air, I discovered there was a podcast for um, um, person of interest called Podcast of Interest. And I listened to that one, and that was pretty good. And they talked about things. And uh, I think I also, well, I kind of quit watching the show, but I was watching um, uh, Sleepy Hollow, and they had a podcast for that. Uh, and I think I did the first season and listened to the podcast uh, when it came out. And I don't know, for some reason, I just fell off both the podcast and the, the TV show and haven't gotten back to it yet. But there's some yeah, out there. I didn't there care for around. Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, I started watching that. The nice thing about the Breaking Bad podcast is that Vince Gilligan was the creator of the show. Yeah. So he gave a lot of inside information, like um, when a scene was filmed, he would give you, he would explain why that location was chosen or how they did something. You know, oh, that's so cool. Or like, you know, we had to film it at night because of, you know, this, this, and this reason, or we had to do it at three o'clock in the morning or at six o'clock in the morning, or we had to bring in, you know, all this um, flowers and trees and whatnot to make it look like this, you know, just like all these different things of how certain things were done in the show. How they light, how they would light the show, or film it, or uh, the music, or whatever. It was it was interesting. You know, I was watching something the other day, and a guy was talking about um, a, somebody had got. A, where was the show filmed in Arizona? What city? I'm trying to remember. Is it Phoenix? 
or Tempe or Breaking some, Bad. Yeah. Breaking Bad is in New Mexico. Oh, New Mexico, Albuquerque. It's near Albuquerque. Albu- yeah. So there was a guy that uh, some friends of his were traveling through that area, and they went into a candy store apparently out there that supplied the stuff that looked like the the cooked meth. And they now sell it in the little bags that you can get little bags. It's it's candy. It's sugar. But it looks like the cooked meth. This lady's making money. Sell it. She made it for the show. But now she makes money just selling the candy in, little, in these little bags like you'd buy crystal meth in. So it's pretty interesting. I don't like that idea. <laughs> you don't oh, want no, some candy no. meth? No, no, I don't. I don't think you're supposed to smoke the candy stuff. So at least it's just, you know. Oh, okay. Does it come with the disclaimer on it yeah, don't smoke it <laughs> yeah yeah so i i mean i don't i haven't gotten that far into the show to know it but was there something special didn't he do it in a blue color or something at one point in the show maybe i'm mm-hmm. remembering that wrong i don't remember but they are they're just these little bags it's made by the same lady that made it as a prop for the show and now she sells it in her candy store so i think it's kind of cool when you come across stuff like that but you know yeah. There are some episodes that you will find where your eyes don't leave the TV screen. Really? You know, it's one of those shows where, you know, sometimes you're watching a TV show or a movie and it's over and you go, already? It was just five minutes. And there's other times where you go, I'm still watching this. Like, have I been watching this for like three days now? (laughs) A couple episodes are slow moving, but some of them you just, your eyes don't leave the TV screen. And you cannot wait until next week to find out what happens. Well, that's the good thing about binge watching. You know, as long as I can do it. And Breaking Bad is a good one to binge watch because it would be a year and a half because it was AMC. It would be a year and a half before the next season would come on, which is why it took so long. And when the finale, the show finale was on, certain things happened that I would kind of look at and go, I don't understand when I went back and I binge watched and then saw the finale again, I'm like, ah, now Makes I sense. know what they're, because they were referring to things that happened in past episodes, but because it had been such a long time, I couldn't remember, but because I was able to binge watch, I'm like, oh yeah, that I remember when this happened in you know season three, when, you know, this person said that, and now I know what they're referring to. Yeah. So I am a huge believer in binge watching. Yeah. I, I personally prefer it. I mean, my problem is I don't get, you know, if we get the snowstorm, then maybe Tuesday. Well, if I'm, if for some reason I have some time off, I can binge watch and, you know, finish season one and get into the season two or at least part the way into season two. So we'll see. But I, even if you only watch four episodes a week, that's still more than you would if you're watching it on TV. Oh, yeah. And you don't have that year and a half break. Yeah. Or even uh, even a four month break. You don't have that break. You just go from one to the next to the next to the next. And it stays fresh in your mind. Yeah. And one thing that's helping me watch uh, that's actually making my family kind of happy is some new toy that I purchased. Uh Uh-oh. What's that? I finally broke down and bought a pair of uh, Bluetooth headphones. (laughs) Oh, okay. I bought um, their Skull Candy. uh, Mm -hmm. They're on-ear not over ear, they're on ear headphones. Can't remember what they're called off the top of my head, and I left them upstairs, so I can't show them to you all. I got them in this really bright blue color, but it's nice that I can connect them to the Apple TV, and then I can sit there and watch. You know what I want to watch? Uh, 
you know, they don't have to listen to it if they want to do other stuff. Or like today, I was watching the uh, race from uh, 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 Las Vegas, the NASCAR race. And other than my one daughter who enjoys it, the re- nobody else cares to watch the race. So I'm sitting there just watching the race, had my headphones on, I could listen to it, not bothering anybody. So they're real nice skull candy. They were only $32 on Amazon. So, I mean, and they get good battery life, and I've been carrying them back and forth to work. Like I said, the reason I wanted something like that. So if I'm going to watch a video podcast at lunchtime at work while I'm eating, I can do it without bothering anybody. I don't have any wires that I accidentally hang myself with as I go to get up and do something in my cubicle or something like that. So they're really pretty nice. I'll put a link to them in the show notes uh, so people can see what they are. But uh, they're real nice. And like I said, for the price, I couldn't really turn it down, turn them down. I just wanted something cheap to try because, again, I had never had Bluetooth. And these are working great. They're not nearly as expensive as some of the ones that Lisa recommended to me, but they're... That uh, I didn't pay for. That's true. That's true. You didn't pay for them, and they're not the... Because I wouldn't have spent that much either. Yeah. If it was coming out of my pocket, I wouldn't have spent that much. Yeah. No, thirty thirty two ninety five, I think, is what they were, or something like that. That was... That's the right price. And the other thing I like about them, of course, this speaks to how old we are. They have three giant buttons on them. Big, <laughs> and you can feel these buttons. They've got texture to them. You can feel the on button, the volume up button's a big plus button, and the volume down button's a big minus button. And it's really easy just to reach up here and feel. You know, you don't have to guess if you're pressing the right button or anything like that. Works perfect for an old person like me to reach up and feel something. Because like, the buttons stick out a little bit from the Can the you earpiece. pause? Can you pause it? Uh, I, yeah, I think there is a... you pause the Apple TV? I've, that's what I've been doing. But I think if you push... I think there's a button combination you do push that'll pause it too. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but I think so. I'll have yeah, to. Yeah, any any good one should have a pause button because I use mine on my uh, my um, those uh, bone conduction ones I use all the time because I'm at school and somebody wants to talk to me, so it's automatic. I can just reach up, press the button, right. and pause it. Exactly. So. I can talk to him. So like I say, and this is just one, it's a little button that's over here on the side. And I don't know, I'm waiting for it. I've had him, I think probably close to a year now. Uh, it's still working fine yet, but as often as I, as many times a day as I press that thing, I'm waiting for it to give out. And it sometimes acts a little weird, but I don't think it's giving out yet. Uh, I am, we'll see how long it lasts. Um, but yeah, it is handy to have something like that. And I would think any good Bluetooth product, um, you know, it should, when it hits that, it should pause the TV. I would think it should, should work that way. Well, I usually have like the Apple remote there beside me, so so I don't miss what I'm watching. I'll hit pause on it, uh, which then pauses everything. But I'll have to read the directions. I frankly, after I got them the other day, I opened them up, turned them on, got them paired with my phone, and then I started. How do you do do do? do. Yeah. And uh, on that note, uh, <clears throat> I was going to say that I bought a little something to this. Uh, uh, this last week or week before, and I'm oh. gonna, you know, hold it up here. So, uh-oh. uh, yeah, no, I'm faking Kevin. I was trying to make him think I'd bought the switch, but actually, no. <laughs> I, I, I recognized uh, it. <laughs> yeah, darn. Uh, and it's, you know, it's not a major purchase, but it's just, it's a little, uh, Bluetooth, uh, controller, um, that, um, you will fit inside your tablet or your phone or whatever. So I got my NVIDIA tablet in here and it works pretty good. 
Um, so now it makes it a little handier because that was one problem I had with my uh, gaming tablet here was you had to set it somewhere and then use a controller to use it. And if you wanted to sit back and relax and play a game, that was a little hard to do. And so I was on Amazon and I found this and it works pretty good. Uh, not too much. Um, it works reasonably good. There's not too much for delay, I don't think. But um, it the one thing that I do, it does bother me just a bit. I like to play. I got Borderlands on my tablet, and I was playing it. And the only thing is there's not a button here, and I haven't figured out a way to reprogram one. It does all the buttons except the uh, what amounts to the back key on the Android tablet, which is how you get into your inventory in the game. Well, there's not one on here, uh, so if I want to get to my inventory while playing the game, I got to swipe up from the bottom to bring up the little Android menu, and then tap the back key, which isn't always the easiest thing to do. Sometimes, uh, outside of that, though, it works pretty good for uh, playing games. So I can kind of sit back and, you know, I get a couple hours out of my uh, tablet. And the, the one thing that is a little bad about it is uh, the people at home can't see this, but the power plug goes about right here where your uh, controller is grabbing onto the sides of it. Now, what I did do one uh, night, I moved it up. It's spring-loaded. It holds it in there pretty good, so if you want to take it out, you just pull this out, and it'll release it, and you take it out. So I did scoot it up enough, and I think I put it in upside down, and the screen will flip around so that it was up high enough so I could put the uh, power plug in so I ke could keep playing on it. That's a little bit of a, you know, a, a slight problem there. But And I had toyed with the idea of getting a... Um, power plug that was at a 90 degree angle like my uh, surface tablet uses and maybe constructing something that would go around it so it would just clamp it in there and on uh, so it would be kind of built in and be just a little bit smoother because it will expand out. I could almost fit my uh, surface tablet in there with the case on. It's just it, it fits in there but it just it's wants to like pop out and I don't really want to take it out of its case because that's in there pretty good but uh, I was going to ask that you that those things are expandable, so it'll fit any kind of tablet. Yep. So let it's me Bluetooth, this thing. right? Yep, Bluetooth. So it connects wirelessly, and so uh, this is the okay. And you release it like this, and then you can okay. slide it down. So that's about as small as it'll go, and it'll go. You pull it out, and it'll lock, uh, lock there, and then it's spring loaded to hold it in. So it'll take a fairly good sized. Uh, tablet in there. Like I say, my Surface, uh, if I was out out of the case, would fit in there uh, pretty good. So, um, but I mean, it's a nice little device. It feels pretty good. Uh, and so now this way I can play on my uh, tablet and be able to lean back in the chair. And, you know, it's a standard joystick. It's a little, I have to get used to it because all the other joysticks I have, the uh, keypads are off to the side and the deep the d-pads are off to the side this is down below so i have to get in the notion of bringing my thumbs down when i want to press the button it's just going to be a mus muscle memory thing rather than going in um but so far i've played a few games of uh borderlands with it and i started um i i did a couple uh played a couple rounds of um asphalt eight so i've started uh uh, that's when you recommended, wasn't it, Kevin? Yeah, Asphalt Eight's a great game on a on a tablet yeah. or on the Apple TV. Either one. Yeah, and with uh, like I say, with this uh, um, controller, then it just makes it a little bit easier to 
uh, control it. Uh, and like I say, I don't have to be balancing uh, stuff to try and hold it while I'm playing. Uh, I can just sit back and relax and enjoy myself. I've seen a similar one recently advertised for uh, iOS devices. The only difference being is it utilizes the lightning port on the bottom of your phone or your iPad or whatever to connect. It's not Bluetooth. Yeah, that'd probably be a little bit more reliable because, uh, like I say, I haven't had major issues, but it felt like a time or two it kind of, you know, maybe stuttered just a bit. Well, this one, though, the difference was it was kind of, I don't know, you had to order it specific, I think, for the device. I can't remember. I'd have to go back and look it up. But it was flexible. I mean, like it would, if you held it in the middle, unlike yours is rigid plastic, this was mm-hmm. more rubbery, I guess, for lack okay. of a better term. I think Macworld or somebody else did a recent review, and that's where I read about it. So, because it said, you know, you can even use it with your phone if your phone's in a case or, or something like that. But um, it's an interesting device, and it does make gaming a little bit more fun, I would think, too. It seemed mm-hmm. to anyway. Yeah, rather than trying to use keyboard controls or something. And um, my NVIDIA tablet anyway, I think it's, a, yeah, the NVIDIA tablet, you can map, uh, it has a key mapping uh, thing. So if you are playing a game that has touch controls, you can map uh, certain actions to that area and then be able to use the joystick to simulate uh, touching that area or maneuvering things. So if you have a place on your screen where you're supposed to touch for, um, I think I did that once with, um, I think I hooked the controller up. Uh, I played Minecraft on, um, I think it was my old Fire tablet, and I had it uh, mapped out so that uh, certain areas of the screen would be where you'd press for the to move forwards and backwards and sideways and stuff. And apparently I just said something that set Kevin off. Anyway, um, yeah, don't touch there. Um, (laughs) And then Elisa's just throwing gas on that fire. Um, You know, one of these days I'm going to get Rogue Amoeba's um, thing you got there. and just Audio hijack. Audio hijack. There we go. And uh, just start playing some of this stuff. And then the podcast will just spiral out of control. Uh, yeah, I just I just worry about you touching things, Mike. <laughs> Quit touching me. <laughs> You're touching me. Stop touching me. Mom, he's touching me. <laughs> it, you know, it's really bad when you have an only child. Yes. <laughs> that is bad. It is very, very bad. So, well, I was going to, we're talking about tablets. I wanted to give everybody an update. Everybody knows that a while back I'd bought a, a Kindle Fire, uh, the seven-inch one. They, I caught it on sale for thirty-nine dollars. It's a great little tablet, laying right here beside me. Um, and I've been trying to work on the. There's a hack out there that lets you actually have access to the Google Play Store, besides the Amazon Store on it. Well, I spent. It wasn't last Saturday. It was the Saturday before. I spent the entire afternoon trying to get that to work. And it's like this. I would get it. I got it into developer mode. I got it all the way there, and then it would not load. There was a binary file that it needed to load and take in, and it kept saying, "Oh, we're sorry, that binary file doesn't exist." I said, "Yeah, it does. It's right there." Oh, we're sorry, that binary file is not there. I said, "Yes, it is. It's right fucking there. <laughs> it's right there. I see it. You're looking at the same directory I am. Thing. There it is." So 
I'm still putzing around with that because I would really like to have because if I can get it to work on mine, then uh, all my kids that have fires want to have it done to theirs so they can get some of the cool games that they see, you know, for Google that are on that are pretty much only in the uh, Play Store or in the iOS Store, so that aren't in the uh, uh, Amazon App Store. So I'm still That's trying. A place folks. for you to get music. What's that? Music, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, seriously, the Google Play Music Store, it's it's hard to find it if you're looking on your own. But a lot of times I'll find in a newsletter, they'll have albums, you know, full albums, either for free or for when it first when it first came out, I bought a bunch for 25 cents. You know, mm-hmm. artists that I wouldn't normally buy, like uh, I bought a Lady Antebellum album, I said for 25 cents, big deal. I bought um, Hamilton. They had the, the the cast recording of Hamilton. I think I paid $4 for it that a few cheap. months back. It's normally $15, $16. If you look on iTunes or on Amazon, at least it was at the time. I haven't checked to see what it is now. I think I paid $4 for it. I'm like, for 4 bucks, I'll buy it. Yeah, that is. So they end up at, they have a lot of really good deals. I mean, $1.99, I've gotten things. I've gotten things free. I've gotten Johnny Cash, best of Johnny Cash. I'm not a Johnny Cash for a fan, but I said, again, what the heck? Frank Sinatra, Michael Buble, Prince. They gave out a free Prince album. And they didn't automatically put it on your device and force you to take it. <laughs> no. You could have it downloaded no. if you wish. But, uh, yeah, I think I've gotten a few uh, deals on uh, – uh, Google Play. I've, got, I've stumbled into a few music deals when uh, Microsoft launched their. Uh, well, I think it was the Groove service, or they reimagined it. Yeah, I think it's when they launched that one a few years ago. They had a sale, and I bought some albums, you know, uh, pretty cheap for like a couple bucks each or something like that. I got like the uh, I forget what they called, but basically it's the master collection of Led Zeppelin. Um, uh, mm-hmm. That was on Google Play too. Yeah. Uh, so it's basically a box set of uh, them and uh, Eagles hits. And, uh, and again, I bought some that I might not normally have gotten. I got Maroon 5. Um, and I forget what else I, what all I did get. So in my, the process of you know reorganizing my music collection, I was downloading all this stuff. So I had some on Google Play. I had some in Amazon. I had some in Microsoft. And like I say, I got some pretty good deals there. And uh, I haven't gone in to look in a while, and I should. And I know they have like their $5 sale uh, from time to time. Um, yeah. The thing with the Groove, though, is I downloaded three albums, I think, which I didn't. One was, I think, Ellie King or Ellie, no, Ellie Goulding. One of those people, I don't know. I didn't like it, but the thing is you can't play it anywhere other than the groove app. No, cause I downloaded I, them all. Nope. It was, I bought it through groove and it won't let me download it anywhere other than the groove app. I can't put it on iTunes. Um, it doesn't come just as an MP3. Nope, it was through, let me see, where is it here? Oh. Um, i got to find it here on my iPad. Um, okay, there's two apps called Groove. Got to get your Groove it. on. Well, you know something I did this week that will make both of you proud of me? I put my entire music collection 
on the uh, on my phone. Luscious. <laughs> and I put my entire music collection on my 64 gig uh, iPod, and I've still got like about nine gigs left over. Okay. Okay. So I've got three albums on here. I've Ellie Goulding, Selena Gomez, and Alabama Shakes. Ugh, a shake. Oh, you didn't mean really. And oh, I also have some Charlie Brown Christmas. That's my Christmas music, Charlie Brown. And there's no way for me to to download it like onto my iPad. In fact, the app is so old; it's still I still have to maximize it two times. Oh yeah. But um. Yeah. After yeah, no, I put I'm, my music on my phone, I I went down to just 207 gigs free on my phone. So. Uh oh. From 210. Be careful. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a tragedy right there. I mean, if you know of a way that I'm, I mean, not that I care about this particular music. I don't, I don't need to put it on my eye because I like to put everything on iTunes and then move it to different places. Sure. But um, um, not that I can see everything is like, you have to keep it within the app. Well, cause I downloaded it and then I went to the, uh, um, the um, music folder and pulled it out of there, and I thought I used it because I got that over on my Microsoft computer over there, and I had the Groove app, and I used that to download it, and I just said, you know, download all of these, and it just sat there, and it downloaded them all, put it in my music folder on my Windows hmm. machine, and then I, I just wonder if that's the reason. I wonder if that's it because it's Windows. Uh, maybe it's, so. It says sync your collection. Your cloud collection will get changes you've made here, and this device will get changes you made using Groove on other devices. Uh, let's see here. I was going to, I wonder, you know, Groove on Mac, uh, I wonder what, I'm afraid what yeah. that search might bring up, but. Uh, <laughs> Ball chicky wow careful. wow. Yeah, no kidding. Um, it's on the App Store in iTunes. Microsoft's, yeah, see, that's not what I want. Well, see, they got a Groove Web, Groove web Player. Um. Oh yeah, and of course I'm over here, and it says download the latest Adobe Flash plugin in your freaking dreams, people. Um, and I'm in Chrome. Why won't it? You know, I've noticed get- that with Chrome, on a couple of websites, it it keeps saying it needs Adobe Flash, <coughs> and I thought which I thought was strange. What about well, OneDrive? Under- it might be in your OneDrive uh, folder there because that might fun. might be. Uh, um, Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, they might decide, you know, because that's sort of a Microsoft-y type thing. They might have put it in there. Uh, well, I wonder. Yeah, that could be a possibility because if they have a key to their software slash devices. Kind of like the way, um, oh, who was it used to do that? I can't think now. And and the thing you're talking about with Chrome, Chrome has been making some changes to the way it handles Flash, and that's why you're having that with some websites. I think if it has oh, okay. too old of a Flash backend, Chrome is saying, no, I'm not going to touch that. But I, I can't remember. I, I know I heard about it or read about it somewhere. So, But that's... 
that's that's part of your problem you're seeing with Chrome right now too. Okay, well that makes sense. And like I say, I I can't um, use the web player. Uh, and I was looking on the site here, and right offhand, uh, I don't see my my play activity. But um, that's Google Play. No, um, yeah. So I, I you know, I said, yeah, I did it on Windows, so maybe that's easier. But a person would have to see uh, um, if there is a way. You should you should be able to uh, download it. I would think. I would have thought so too. If it's not DRM. And I didn't, you know, the stuff that I got wasn't, I haven't bought any lately, but I don't think they're going to, uh, let's see, because uh, here's all my stuff. It no, comes it's up. It's not in OneDrive. It's saying, add songs to this folder and they'll be at your fingertips in the Groove Music app. But the ones that I purchased within Groove do not show up in OneDrive. Okay, hmm. so I'm on the uh, the Groove website. Uh, and I've got 39 albums in there. And like I said, I bought all of those uh, when that was cheap. And I'm looking around to see if there's a download option. What I think is the Groove website? Uh, Music.microsoft.com. Okay, music. Uh, I'm looking around to see. This is exciting video, folks. I know. I'm thinking <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, now it's kind of like we got we're a, a a dog on a scent here, and uh, you know now kind of got want to get it figured out. But yeah, right offhand on the website, I'm not seeing a download uh, button, and it's a fairly clean, straightforward website. Um, but yeah, there's uh, why don't why don't we let you guys? We can continue to investigate that sure. and sh and share. What we find either after the I'm show and or on the next episode. So, are we trying to keep people from nodding off? Or? That's that's it. But I do oh, want okay. to. I found it. You did. Did Mike lose it? <laughs> I lost. If it you click, well, uh, I mean, allegedly, if you click on the album, and then it says play or more, and if you click on more, it says download. Are you sure you want to download this album to your computer? I'm going to do confirm download and see what happens. Right. Preparing was, your files. This will take a few minutes. Okay. And I think the Microsoft uh, site said that if you download it through the Groove app, you can do unlimited downloads. If you do it through the website, I think they limited you, limited you to like three downloads of your music. I think it was uh, – there was one of these music services, and I think it was Microsoft. They wanted you to use the uh, the app rather oh, than – Oh, Google the, does that. Google Play. Oh, maybe, yeah, it is Google. I knew it was one of them that limited how many times you could. If you got <clears throat> got the Google Player, then I think it's unlimited. But right, um, right. if you try to do it from the website, they're going to put a limit on it. But, uh, okay, so we have potentially uh, solved yeah. that one there. And you'll just have to see now if it's uh, playable. Yeah, nothing's happened yet, but we'll see what happens. Well, while you all talk about that and figure that out, I do want to share one other thing with the listeners. Uh, and I mentioned this in the last episode, 249. But please be aware, somehow our feed got a little messed up. And one of our sister podcasts, the uh, Nintendo Club podcast, ended up in our feed. And we don't know why. So, you know, it's 
it is what it is. And I know Dorothy pointed it out to me. Jimmy, Jim pointed it out to me. And I know one or two other people besides Lisa pointed it out to me as well. So just be aware that there's a weird show in the front. I mean, go ahead and listen to the Nintendo Club podcast. Tim Chatton does a good show, especially if you're into Nintendo and Nintendo gaming. Uh, but yeah, the feed's a little messed up. We'll try to correct it, but I can't make any promises as to if and when it will get corrected. So with that, we'll move on to our picks for this week. And I'm going to let Michael start with his pick because he had a really interesting one. Um, yeah, so in my quest to have, you know, experience all the tech all the time, I decided that, you know, the one thing I haven't gotten is a, uh, a Chromebook yet. I mean, I've got a uh, Fire tablet, I've got Android tablet, um, uh, iPad, you know, I've, I've got most of them, uh, Android phone, but uh, yeah, I don't have a, a Chromebook and, you know, I, you know, it kind of intrigues me a little bit just to try it out and see how it works. And um, the idea of kind of a, I'll call it a light laptop, because this is only got a, uh, uh, where's my tab at? Um, it's only got a, a Celeron. Yeah, I think it's a Celeron processor, you know, four gigs of memory and a 32 gigabyte uh, hard drive. Because the idea is, you know, you're supposed to do most of your stuff um Wi-Fi and not have so much on your machine. But, you know, the idea kind of intrigues me, and I'm getting more into the, like I say, the uh, Amazon slash Android uh, camp because they're essentially the same operating systems, just that uh, Amazon's tweaked it a little bit. But um, to have that and play around with it and just um, – it would be kind of interesting. And I think uh, – can you run Android apps on a Chromebook now? There are certain models um, you have to you'd have to go look at the there's a list and I don't know where it is um, there's a website that lists like three or four models now that are that are capable of doing it it says more are coming but I'm not sure what they have to do to the OS but there are some of the more current Chromebooks um, and there is one of the ASUS I don't remember which one off the top of my head that does allow you to run the Android apps in, in Chrome OS. So, yeah, there are some out there that can do it. I'll have to go look up the website and see if I can find it, but I know I've seen it, but there's only about four that are certified right now the last time I looked to do it. So, But anyway, well, that's pretty cool. I mean, I like Chromebooks. I play around. The kids have Chromebooks through school, and I like them, but um, I, I can't play with them too much because I don't want to mess up things or do anything. So... Because if I ever come across a good deal on one and have some spare cash, hence the reason for this section of the show, I might snag a Chromebook just to play around with and be mean to. Because so, you can't hurt it for the price they want. So Anyway. All right, Elisa, you have something to try up my alley for your pick this week. Yes, it is. For $250, a SanDisk Connect 256 gig USB 2.0 type a wireless stick so it is a flash drive that works wirelessly and you can also put it in the computer if need be and it can accept to three devices at a time so which would be great for your kids if you're going on a trip you can put a movie on there and they can sit in the back seat with their ipads or kindles or whatever watch the movie it works with mac windows ios android and kindle that's cool it's kind of like my uh, Kingston MiFi, 
or yeah, mobile light, not MiFi, that does the same thing. But this is just the size of a flash drive, so a lot smaller, and doesn't need power. You can use it for four and a half, up to four and a half hours. Oh, okay. Variety of file formats. Um, yeah. Well, that's very good. I like so that. Yep, got that with you in mind. Now, I chose Best Buy because it fit into the price range, but you can get it for a hundred and ninety nine dollars everywhere else. Ah, you cheated. Just in case anyone is interested. You cheated, Elisa. How to fit in the parameters. Yeah, well, you, you did follow that. I didn't tell you guys there was a prize for anybody that got as close to 250 as they could, because this is episode 250. I win. I no, win. you don't. Mine's, no. mine's very close, too. <laughs> but I'm a penny off. I think I'm like a penny off, too. Or might be a dollar off. I'd have, I'll have to go back and look. Well, well it... I'm looking at your pick, and you're about four dollars off. Oh, really? Plus it was thirty-nine shipping and handling. That's right. It says two forty-six. I thought it was more than. I swear to God, the price was higher than that. Ah. So yeah, so I'm off because I have to pay shipping and handling on this. Anyway, folks, what I picked was something that I mean, especially with the snowstorm coming, this would be perfect for me to sit outside and watch it <laughs> snow. Um, oh, Lord. Most I, people sit outside with a mint julep and watch the birds sing. You watch the snowfall. You're yeah. twisted. I'm a twisted little mother. I know. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, my porch swing, which I thoroughly enjoy that hangs underneath my deck out back, and I do enjoy sitting in it even in, until it gets too hot outside. And I just sit there and relax and watch the neighbor's dumbass dogs do stuff and consider what I can do to annoy the dogs and make them bark. Um and things like that. But I also just stare into the woods blindly, waiting for the aliens to come out and take me. But, you know, that's beside the point. But this is a new porch swing to replace the one I got because it's getting bad. And the one I got is free anyway. Plus, this one has two advantages. It's an Amish made. It's a super heavy duty. It'll hold up to 800 pounds. And even as big a guy as I am, that's way more than it needs to be. Um, but it also has drink holders on either end of the arm. So I can get a nice... A nice glass of whiskey and set it there and put the bottle in the other end and then just sip and just refill my glass as I just drink down until I pass out and fall asleep on the swing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Daddy's outside looking at nature again. He's passed out. Daddy's snoring on the porch swing again. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that looks cool, except for we don't have a porch. I wished we had a a porch. It's one thing I, I really wished our house had was, I've always liked porches. We never had one on the house at home, but I wish this one had a porch where we could just sit out there and watch the, you know, spy on the neighbors or, you know, get annoyed by them or whichever. But, uh, well, this just, we don't, this mine the one I have now just hangs underneath because my deck that comes out the back of the house is almost a full story up off the ground. So then I just hang the porch swing under it and I can go sit in the shade uh, out of that evil sun and uh and and watch things go by and watch life happen. I actually even did a uh a meerkat stream or what was what's the other one? Not meerkat. Periscope. Yeah. Periscope. Oh, yeah, periscope from out there a couple times. So but it's nice to sit you out put there. Put a hammock under there. That would be a great place to take a nap like on a nice summer day when it's warm so you can enjoy the warmth of the air but not have the sun beating down on you. 
No, I don't want to be out. Well, the sun as the, as the sun starts to set in the evening, it comes in that side, and it starts to get a bit warm. So, and I'm afraid to fall. Do like a Sunday afternoon nap. I'm afraid to fall asleep outside because I'm afraid the family will call and just have me taken away to the morgue. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, as you say, Kevin, the laying the out. Ride, the, you know. Yeah, as you picture, say, Kevin, uh, you know, picture Kevin out laying out in the sun. For some reason, I have this picture of a roasting turkey popping up in my head. So, well, we don't talk about what pops up, so we'll just leave that. <laughs> the timer, the timer pops up. Yes. Let your love all good, go. All good turkeys have a timer that pops up. That's the only thing that pops up, people. The only thing. Only, only, only thing. The timer. When you're done. Right? Sure. <laughs> sure. All right. All right, folks. On that note, I think we'll wrap up episode 250 of the Geekiest Show Ever, and we'll let people introduce themselves since it's been two weeks. You've probably forgotten how to find or get in touch with any of us. And ladies first. Lisa? Okay. Just a little follow-up. The, the file downloaded from the from Groove. Oh, very good. It took a while. Okay. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. So I'm glad I said something because I learned something. <laughs> see, I learned something in this episode. It's educational, listeners. It's educational. Um, before I give you my information, I do want to mention in all seriousness that a friend of the Geeky Show ever and also of Three Geeky Ladies – um, is going through some health issues right now, and I'm not going to name names because I was not given permission to say anything. Um, and I'm just going to say she because it's easier than saying he or she. Um, but if you are of the praying kind, if you could just put her in your prayers, I'm sure she would appreciate it very much. If you are not the praying kind, just send out good vibes and positive energy her way. I'm sure she would appreciate it. So thank you for that. Uh, otherwise, you can get a hold of me at at Sensei Dai on Twitter and at 3GeekyLadies.com with the number three spelled out, which is a podcast that I do with Suze Gilbert and Vicki Stokes. Very good. And go have a listen, folks. Michael, where would they find out more about you? Uh, well, yeah, because, you know, if this is a learning podcast, you can call me Professor Mike. But uh, if you do want to hear some more, <laughs> Kevin's rolling his eyes now. Uh, uh, but if you do want to find out some more of my wisdom or whatever I passes for wisdom, you can find me on um, Twitter at uh, DSC Chipman. And I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. And you can also check me out on Sci-Fi Tech Talk. We just recorded a episode this morning. Um and, uh, you know, even with Daylight Savings Time, we rolled our butts out of bed and we got an episode out. And we did the 1903 classic Man or Trip to the Moon, uh, the French 15 uh, minute movie. Uh, the podcast was about three times longer than the movie was. <laughs> but, uh, and that movie's so available on Netflix, by the way. Yes, it is. Um, so go check it out. And uh, and if you read the uh, stuff before the movie starts, it was restored from uh, as much of the original materials they could find. Anything that was missing, they just left out. They didn't try to reconstruct anything, so they kept it uh, pure and pristine. But, yeah, if you want to check out probably – I think it was considered one of the first sci-fi movies ever made. Go check out uh, Trip to the Moon. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amusing. Uh, I watched it with a couple of my kids, and they were like, wow – Talk about bad special effects, but, you know, it's still interesting. I mean, it's 100 and the movie was made in 1902 or 03, so it's a hundred right. about a 112-year-old movie. So, you know, give them a break. 
Well, and even go check out the Wikipedia page or listen to our podcast where we talk about it. But uh, check out the Wikipedia page, which takes longer to read than the movie does. Uh, and they talk about some of the special effects where they uh, instead of the cameras were too big and heavy to move. So instead of moving the cameras, they put the guy for the uh, shot of the moon, uh, the rocket flying towards the moon. They just put the guy on the chair and pulled him on a trolley and pulled him towards the camera, which, you know, you consider. And the other thing is, too, that. They didn't. This movie was made without electricity because uh, electricity wasn't really a thing in 1902. So the studio where they filmed it was a big greenhouse, and then they could only film during certain times of the day when the sun was coming in to, you know, light their what they were filming. So you know, you think about that. That uh, this was a, yeah, basically a movie. Um, made without electricity or much electricity. So uh, that's something to think about. But like I say, if you want to uh, go check it out and sci-fi tech talk, see what we had to think and uh, just go enjoy yourself. Yes. And if you always go over and check Mike out to see where he's enjoying himself at and how he's doing it. So anyway, folks, if you want to find out more about me, you can always find me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash B I G underscore I N underscore V A or I like Mike having about.me page at about.me forward slash Kevin Alder, and it links back to that and some other things I may have done in the past. Folks, if you want to find out more about the show, go to geekiestshowever.com. Reviews and comments and iTunes are always welcome, and we do thank everybody that's written reviews for us in the uh, iTunes. It really helps the show get discovered, and we do appreciate it. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this as much as we've enjoyed bringing to you folks and let's hope we're here for another 250 episodes or we'll just record 251 minute episodes one of the two i'm not sure which but we'll we'll do something to keep it going so folks if you do nothing else between now and next week don't forget to hug a geek Curious about Nintendo? Well, check out the Nintendo Club podcast. This podcast is done twice a week. We dive into all things Nintendo. We dive into retro. We dive into current games, what we're playing, what cool Nintendo news is going on. Check it out here at the Spotlight Network, the Nintendo Club podcast. We broadcast this live out every Sunday evening starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. Check out the NintendoClubPodcast.com website for more information. <laughs>